0: Hey, and welcome to Her Restored Spirit podcast. I am so thankful you're here. If this is the first time listening in, welcome. If you have been here on this journey with me, hi again. I'm so, so glad you're here. Well, today I have a podcast about embracing your identity, which is the second pillar to the Her Restored Spirit framework. And I cannot wait to dive in with you. So listen in. Hi friend, I am so excited that you're here to check out Her Restored Spirit podcast. If you've gone through something that has left you broken-spirited, maybe it's a divorce, loss of a spouse, or even a child, loss of a job, whatever it is, I know there is restoration in your future. I'm a widowed mom, and I remember what it feels like to emerge from the fog to discover that my loss is not the center of my story, but it actually instilled in me a new hope a new understanding of faith, and a new strengthening in my heart, soul, and motherhood. I have finally understood that God has taken my test and formed it into my testimony, and that's why I'm here with you. I want you to step into your purpose, into a newfound joy, and to turn a new page in your book, because I believe you are on the brink of full restoration, unlocking a confidence that you didn't know was inside you, and understanding how to live more fruitfully with purpose, joy, and permission to be washed in possibility. It's time, friend, to reclaim your restored spirit. Hey, hey, and welcome back to Her Restored Spirit podcast. My name is Tammy, and I'm your host. Today, we're going to dive into one of the pillars of Her Restored Spirit framework, of the, the pathway of things that you can intentionally do to start to restore your spirit. And if you listen back, I'll put in the show notes when I first introduced it, But today I wanted to dive into pillar two, the Embrace Your Identity. As we're ending this year, I really think that it's important that we look back at who who we've become, who we are, so we can discover who we want to be. I don't think it's so much that you need to change to become who you are. I think that you have everything within inside of you. I think a lot of times it's about stripping things that are not serving you anymore. It's about taking away what other people think. Uh, sometimes it's even close friends, things that where they want to keep you. So you, you know, out of safety, it's out of love or so they think. But sometimes you have to strip away those to really embrace your true identity. And I think that we feel more empowered and we can reclaim our confidence, which is the next pillar when you really embrace your identity and embrace it so much that it's you're unapologetically you. So before we dive in even further, I'm just going to quickly go over pillar one, which is to identify your fears. Now, there's so many ways to do this, and you know I like my tools. You know I like my assessments, um, whether it is the Enneagram, which was one of my favorite ones, or sometimes it's just looking at what do I want and what's stopping me from getting it, and I really think that that's a first step is to identify what your fears are because if you don't know what they are, you don't know where to go or what you need to work on or what's stopping you. So that's why you, after you've done your work, finding your fears, and I will say that as you do these steps, go through these pillars, you have to go back and maybe there's a new fear that you weren't aware of, something that's subconscious, something that it's a story from your childhood that you didn't even know was written. And that whole idea is another podcast episode that's coming because it's so that was a light bulb moment for me when i realized some of the stories i have been telling myself that it, well, it wasn't even really me it was my brain my subconscious keeping me where i am so i won't dive into that and that whole the science behind it and everything because well it's fascinating to me and i want to make sure i do it justice but once you start to identify your fears what's stopping you then you can start looking at why is this a fear and what will I be able to do if I remove it? If I don't allow it to hold me back anymore? If I don't allow it to stop me from being who I was called to be? And I really, really believe that each of us, were, we were born with a really strong identity a strong identity in Christ, a strong identity of he formed us uniquely. And there is a, a study done by, um, well, I don't know if it was by Dr. Shannon or if she just mentioned it and did more research about it and like fact, found the facts within it. But she was talking about how 99% of our makeup is all the same. It's the 1% that there's no one like you. When you embrace your identity, you embrace that one percent. You embrace what makes you you, what makes you stand out. That's embracing your strengths, it's embracing your weaknesses, it's embracing your quirks, it's embracing your preferences, it's embracing everything that makes you you and being okay with it. Now, there's some things, of course, if you have like ticks or you have things that you, you want to change about yourself then really look at why and how that is serving you. And if it doesn't serve you anymore, yeah, work to change it. You are, you're, you have the ability to do that. You have that, but in order to know what's serving you, it's what's not. You really have to embrace who God called you to be. And it's kind of a scary thought. To, to shed all of the pretexts, to shed all of the people pleasing, all of the things, the protections that you put around you so people will like you, or people will stay away from you, or people will, others, just whatever others do, you know, worrying about what they think or what they're gonna say, or if you're gonna let them down. And this is not a permission slip to be rude or unkind or even, be like have no compassion or empathy for people and just be so self-centered. The more you embrace your identity, the more you see your part, your area of expertise, the the purpose you play in the world and how you can affect in a good way. So it's not about being selfish and embracing who you are and in spite of everybody else, you're going to be unapologetically you and I know there's times that you can turn up parts of you that need to be turned up. I know that there are times that my confidence level, I have to intentionally turn it up and almost fake it till you make it to the point where I'm able to step in and a step past the fears that I have and that I'm working on to accomplish what I want. Even doing this podcast, so many times even now after I'm over 50 podcasts and there's still like I get to the point of what is this working and does it matter and I will say I'm so grateful for those of you who are listening and tell me that it does matter because it is I I want you to step into who you were called to be and do your purpose Live out your purpose and step into joy and live life to the fullest. Live your best life and, because why would you wanna live any other life but your best life? And I know I've mentioned it before, but by stepping in and embracing your identity you're actually helping the people around you, because we need you to be you. We need you to, to be strong enough to stand up for what you know is right, or to stand, stand in when others are at their, in a vulnerable or weak state. We need you to be creative, and open and vulnerable and all the things. And maybe part of your personality, you feel you're part of your identity is that you you don't really like being vulnerable. But maybe that's a growth area that if you understand who you are and why you're wired that way, you can step into it more and then you can get benefits from that. So what I wanna do is I wanna talk about four things you can do To help you embrace your identity so the first one is surround yourself with people who encourage you to put down your walls surround yourself with people who challenge you but in a positive way i have a friend who recently she called me out on a couple things that i she knew i was struggling with she had prayed about and knew that I was also praying about it, and she actually helped me identify what it was that was the problem. That it wasn't even a problem. It was what was, what was, what I needed to do. What was the next step, and why it was causing me some grief. And by surrounding myself with people who do that, who want let me be me and grow into. Who I'm called to be and I hope I do that for all of my friends. Surround yourself with people who it's okay if you upset them a little bit or you make them uncomfortable or you grow in a way that maybe they did not see coming. You want them to be to love you for you and encourage you to figure out why. Why do you feel like you need to to do this or be this or you know what is what what part of you is being is being ignited and with that on the same that flip coin is if you're the people around you don't allow you to grow then you should look at what I'm not gonna say you have to get rid of them as friends because we all we have friends who are for many different reasons and we can love someone But find someone, whether it's a spiritual director, whether it's a coach, whether it's a a friend or some, you know, a new friend, somebody who also is in the same stage, same walk. But it's okay to grow. And yeah, it may mean that you lose some relationships. It may, or outgrow some relationships, or that some of the relationships that you have change shape. We should not be afraid of that because if we stay stagnant, we're not embracing who we are. We're not doing what God's called us to do and we're not really like we're staying in that comfortable fear if we're stagnant. So surround yourself with people who encourage you to put down the walls, put down the barriers to go a little bit deeper and try something new to see if it works, see if it fits, see if it aligns with your your values. So that's the first one. The second one is so many times we focus on what we don't have or what we aren't. Why don't you instead focus on what you do have and who you are? What did you learn through this past season? What did you learn about yourself? What did you learn about the people around you? What did you learn about your calling or how you wanna grow. Look at your strengths in the moment. What did you really, what are you proud of from the last season? What do you wanna do more of? And then the third one is after you've asked yourself what you are doing well, then ask yourself, what what are you doing now that doesn't align with your values anymore or doesn't work for you anymore? that is keeping you stuck instead of allowing that growth. Ask yourself, what am I doing that does not, doesn't bring me joy anymore? It used to in a season, but it doesn't anymore. And think of this as, you know, your kid's toys. The blocks that they had when they were toddlers, even when they're teenagers, they're still good blocks, but it doesn't bring them the same joy. So, you can get rid of them. You can give them to somebody else. Some of these, these things that you do, you can set them down if it's not bringing value to you or those around you anymore. Don't hold on to things longer than you need to just because they're comfortable. So, ask yourself what are you doing that does not align with what, with what you want or who you want to be? And the final one typically we we tell ourselves when I have this then I can do that and then I will be successful or I will be grateful or I will be and we focus so much on what we have and we don't focus on who we're being so take time to flip that focus on who you are being and then do what that person would do if you are if you're a successful and you're a happy mom then do what a happy mom would do in the moment. And you get to ask yourself and answer that for, your, for you and for your family. So be who you wanna be, and then do what you need to do to, to really in, reinforce that being. And then you start to have what you, what you need, what you want. The things come easier because you're focused on being the right, being the right you, the you you need to be to have what you, what you want. Or what you have becomes less important because you're already being that successful mom and realize that you don't need all of the toys for your kids to keep them busy. Sometimes an empty box will do. But if you focus on who you want to be, I heard the saying that we are human beings, not human doings. The more we focus on what we do and what we're not doing, that's external. When really we need to look inside of ourselves. We need to look at who we are and love that person. And that's what it looks like to embrace your identity is love who you are and give yourself permission to grow and change as necessary. As areas of your life are highlighted that you need to step into or that you have the opportunity now because you're being who you need to be today, that doesn't mean you have to be that same person forever, but you get to grow and choose, okay, now that I'm a successful mom, or even as I'm thinking about the fact that my kids are teenagers and they don't need me to direct them as much anymore. I have more time now. So I don't need to spend as much time with them. The time that I have needs to be quality and specific, but it's not about quantity anymore because they have their friends, they have their school, they have their events, they have their sports. So I don't need to be that type of mom. So I wanna be the mom who sits down with them and connects with them individually. So who do I need to be in order to be able to do that and have that kind of relationship? And I ask myself that and when I choose my actions, I, I use that as my boundary, as my value statement and I decide from there. I don't try to have that relationship with them without building the foundation of who I need to be in order to achieve that because then it's all about doing things and trying instead of just listening to them and resting in in that moment. So those are four things that you can do to embrace your identity, to embrace who you were called to be and learn more and more about who you are and why you are who you are. All right, friend, I hope that that stirred something in you. And again, it is such a gift to yourself and to those around you to become who you were called to be, to not be the person who your friends expect you to be. And a lot of times that's our own fears that are causing that. They want you to be who you are. They love you for you, but the fears keep you from stepping into that just because it is more bold and different and it it requires more of us, more confidence. But the more you do that, the more you identify your fear, the more you embrace your identity, the more you reclaim your confidence, then step into your purpose in order to be able to choose a life of joy, friend, that is really what life is about. It is about re- restoration and connecting with people. And and we'll just putting down the fears, putting down the perceptions of others putting down what they think so you can really live a beautiful life and you are so worthy of a beautiful life well that's all I have for you today I hope that you really just just start embracing who you are not who others say you are not who you used to be but who you are in this moment and realize that this is a jumping off spot for you. You get to put down things that are no longer serving you. You get to put down traits and fears that are holding you back and you get to pick up confidence and bravery and courage and you get to do what you want to do. You get to go and be who you want to be and your friends get to support and help you grow. Well, with that, I will talk to you next week. And if you wouldn't mind going and leaving me a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, I would really appreciate it. That is how other people are able to find me in searches is by ratings. And I'm so close to a hundred, please, please, please. If you haven't done it yet, it takes two minutes. Just go and well will just leave me a five-star review, hint, hint. Thank you so much. I'll be so grateful. And if you have anything else, you know how to get a hold of me. You can find me on Instagram at Tammy Marie Coaching. Talk to you next week. Bye.